Mums with Hustle podcast, episode 350. Welcome to the Mums with Hustle podcast, where you'll discover everyday mum entrepreneurs killing it in their industry. Learn the secrets you can replicate to create your own success with your host, Tracy Harris. I'm going to say something that could trigger a lot of people, but it's from a place of love and and concern, if I'm quite honest. I've been doing this digital entrepreneur, online business thing for seven years now. Actually, yeah, over seven years now. (laughs) And what I want to normalize is actually quite the opposite to what I see floating around online, I'm talking about messages that people are sharing on podcasts, messages that people are sharing on Instagram through their content, on Facebook, all of that. And this is this hero status around burnout. It's actually really concerning to think that burnout is becoming normalized, like as if it's a rite of passage, as if that has to happen in order for someone to have their breakthrough or to realise that there's a better way or to realise that they've been out of alignment with what's most important to them. For you listening to this podcast, I know that what our common ground is, is the fact that we are wanting to build businesses around our families and not the other way around. We're not in business to be successful in business at all costs. We're trying to navigate family life, motherhood, and really be there for our families, to have more time with our families, to challenge the status quo of business. And that's what this podcast episode is all about. Let's normalize the fact that you can Build a business that honors family life, relationships, your own health. I'm talking physical, mental, spiritual health, all of that. Having your business does not have to come at a cost of any of those things. I get so sad to see business owners more and more sharing their relationship breakdowns or their poor self-care, lack of self-care, their mental health declining. I'm not saying that these things, you know, aren't real. They're very real. They're all too real. What I'm saying is let's not be reactive in how we grow our businesses. Let's be proactive. Let's know that there is an alternative way to growing our businesses and let's focus on that. Because my hope for every single person in my community, my podcast listeners like yourself, is that your business is something that feels really good for you, really healthy, really energizing. It is something that gives you more life versus then takes from it. And that's not to say that business is all shiny either. Please don't take that as my leading message from this episode. That is not what I am saying. Business has duality, just like our human experience in life. You know, we can't experience or courage does not exist, cannot exist without the presence of fear. And entrepreneurship has its that sort of duality all the time. There is darkness. 
there are challenges. But what I'm saying is let's be proactive in how we are designing our businesses, how we are thinking about our lives, the people we surround ourselves with, uh, the way we invest in ourselves. All of that is so important. I want you to know that burning out in business is not normal. What is normal is the fact that you can build a business that honors family life, your own health, and your relationships. And that is normal. You are important. You are important to so many people and you are loved by so many people. So let's look after you in the process of building your business. Now, quite often, people believe that in order to grow their business, they have to work more. And so people come from their societal conditioning where, you know, most people are employed and when you're employed, then your performance is largely judged on the amount of time spent in in your working day. So there's a direct correlation between, you know, did you work eight hours today? Okay, yes, then you're productive. But when you are the CEO, your role is different. Your role is not to be an employee in your own business. And so you can be less on the tools and on the task level and more on focusing on what actually drives growth in your business. Now, when you figure that out or when you have mentorship and you have someone guiding you on what your next best step actually is, then you'll find that you start to actually work less, but the output of what you did do during that work time is actually far greater than any employee that you could have. And that's because you're the captain of your ship or you're the driver of this vehicle being your business. And so your tasks or the things that you work on, your level of responsibility and your input versus output is the greatest in the business of the company that you are growing. So what I wanted to share on this podcast episode with you, and this one really is for the business owner. It is not for someone who is in the hobby phase of, you know, seeing if their hobby is worthy of turning into a business. No, this is for the woman whose business is her main thing. Like she's making her business be her career. She's in it for the long time, not the short time. So here are three behaviors that have helped me grow my business consistently on the hours that I choose. These are part-time hours, 15, 20 hours a week and around my family in a really healthy way. So number one is knowing the difference between when I'm working on tasks and when I'm actually focusing on business growth activities. Our job as CEOs of our businesses is to prioritize that second one always. Prioritize business growth activities versus being at the task level. Now, that's really, really hard when you are a solo entrepreneur, a one-woman show wearing all of the hats. That's very difficult because you do have to, you're the one doing all of the doing plus all of the strategizing, 
all of the professional development across all functions of the business. And a single business has many functions. You know, there's marketing, there's um, processes and, and, you know, all of the systems that it takes to run a great business. There's obviously the team. There's so many different parts and sometimes you are the entire team. If that's you, then I want you to keep listening because point number two is for you. (laughs) Don't be cheap. Hire help before you can actually afford it. Now, this might send some people into a panic, but a lot of the time people believe like they can't invest in bringing on a contractor even for several hours a week because, you know, the business isn't making money yet. But it can sometimes be a bit of a case of like, well, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? In order to make money, you need to get things going in your business without that burnout, without hitting that rock bottom, without that overwhelm. Remember building the business, like we don't want to be building the business at all costs. We also want to experience life in the process. So understanding that your business is an investment, it does cost money to have a business. Your business won't keep growing consistently if you keep adding more to your plate in terms of, oh, you're the social media manager for your business. That's fine. Maybe you understand that being on your socials is important for you to connect with your community, for you to also drive most of the sales because you're probably the key salesperson in your business. And if that's you, then you do need to be on your socials. Um, because that's where you acquire leads. That's where you close the majority of sales, especially in those early days. But then there's all of those other things that you do in your business as well. So when you keep adding more and more to your plate, you actually move yourself further and further away from business growth. So starting to think about what are all of those things in that you currently have on your to-do list that could be outsourced to someone who could probably do a better job than you, let's be honest. <laughs> I know that was that's the case with me with everything that I um, either outsource to a contractor or I have someone on my team, you know, like I'm not the best at all the things. And I think it's good to be humble and to know that and to stay in your lane. So what are the things that other people can do versus what are the things that you really need to be doing as the business owner? And I can guarantee in knowing who listens to this podcast, you likely are your key salesperson. Uh, You're the key marketing and salesperson in your business. So that stuff is really important. Um, But, you know, so is the strategy and the business growth. And you can focus on strategy and business growth from day one in your business. You don't need to wait until you know, you've been in business for a while or you've sold X amount before you focus on that. No, you need to always be driving the goal setting and the strategy for your business. And then the third behavior is, well, this is the top one in in my honest opinion. Your business will take from you like as much as you give it. It is, it can be a thirsty monster, Like it will just keep taking and taking and leeching you dry because it's an open-ended creative task. And, you know, especially my neurodivergent friends, people with ADD, ADHD, like you can definitely get gobbled up by your business because of, you know, single attention and things like that. Um, So without this third behavior, I'm going to go ahead and call it a behavior, um, you can end up getting 
like just completely consumed, all consumed in your business and the various aspects of your business. So this one for me is the game changer. It's probably the top tip out of the three. And that is to schedule in life, leisure, relationships, self-care into your weekly calendar before you schedule in anything else. Because if you don't, then you aren't running your week. Let that one land. If you don't schedule it in, you're not running your week. Your week is running you. And so therefore, everything else becomes reactive. Have you ever gotten to the end of the day where you're like, oh, bugger, I totally forgot to exercise today. And that's a goal for me. Oh, damn it. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. I'll go for that walk tomorrow. Only for tomorrow to come again, rinse and repeat, get to the end of the day. And you're like, oh gosh, I didn't do that. Or if your plan is to, you know, eat well or to eat better, but you know, you haven't planned that into your week or into your day. So now you're hungry, you're rummaging through the cupboard of the fridge, grabbing anything because hangry, hangry you has now presented herself and you just need to eat. I'm giving these examples, by the way, because these are all me. Um, And what I've learned is if I don't prepare and plan for the things that I say are a priority, they don't take priority. Other things do. So schedule in life, relationships, leisure, self-care, all of the things that bring you full health and joy and pleasure, schedule that in and know that if you don't, then you're not running your week. Your week is running you. Now, like I said at the beginning of this episode, I'm bringing you this episode from a place of love, not from judgment, not from shame. This isn't here to make you feel bad or guilty. If those feelings are coming up for you, use them for good. Use them as a sign of something's not right or feeling aligned for you and use it to pull you back into or or back onto path for what you want in your life. And then, you know, that's a good thing. So again, just to recap, if you want your business to grow, the secret is not to put more on your plate. And the three behaviors that I just took you through, just to recap very quickly, The first one was to know the difference between task level and business growth activities and to always prioritize the business growth. The second one was don't be cheap. Hire help in your business before you can afford it. It's actually going to allow you to make more money faster if you're hiring the right people. By the way, if you are a member of my social method society and you're listening to this and you're like, okay, yep, I get it, Tracy. That's like clicking in my mind now. That's what I'm going to do. Please go into the members area and we have some brilliant advanced trainings in there, incredibly high value with HR, with a HR expert, Um, talking about, you know, how to make your first hire, the do's, the don'ts, what to ask, like, should you be interviewing? Um, Do you put people on a trial? All of those questions, like where to find people, all of that is answered inside of, there are a few trainings in there uh, to do with helping you hire effectively in your business, because it can be costly. Also, if you're hiring people from inside of random Facebook groups and, and, you know, they're not the right people. It's costly. It costs a lot to bring on people only to be disappointed. Um, and I've unfortunately had too many, 
too many uh, horror stories. So that level of training is in there. And remember, you get access to that for included in your monthly membership of $70 a month. So you get access to all of that. So go go and have a little search in the portal and find that. Um, so number two was, yes, don't be cheap. Hire help before you can, air quotes, afford it. And then the top tip was to run your week versus have it run you. Schedule in the life, the relationships, the leisure, the health and self-care into your week. I want your business to do well. I want you to thrive in life. And I just want you to know that you can do both. Your business doesn't have to come at a cost of, you know, your healthy relationships, your sanity. Please, please, please uh, find people, find leaders, find peers that are building their business in a really healthy way and know that if they exist, then that is something that you can have yourself. I am sending you a massive hug because I know business is a juggle. It can feel so isolating. And even though we're all connected online these days, you can still feel really alone in your business journey. Hence why I am so big on building community and having women form strategic partnerships and lifelong friendships through the programs that I create. So big hugs. You're not alone, even on those days and those long nights where you feel like you are. You are doing a brilliant job and I am grateful for you being here in this community. I don't take it lightly. I think you could be listening to any old podcast right now, but you are here. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you for walking forward with me and with all of the thousands of women in this Mums with Hustle community. You're amazing. Go make yourself a cup of tea. (laughs) Until next week, stay happy in your hustle. Schedule in some self-care. Do something for you. Or maybe you're going to go and research how to make that first or second or third great hire to help you move forward in your business. Take care. Bye. Bye.